Hi, my name is Yasmin Cherehi, and this is Gateways to Awakening, where we host one-on-one conversations with leading experts in wellness and spirituality. I'm incredibly excited to introduce my next guest, Richard Rudd, who is the creator of the Gene Keys. For those of you who don't know about the Gene Keys, you can navigate to genekeys.com and download your own hologenetic profile. I have personally taken all of the major Golden Path courses online, which we'll dive into today. And I've read many parts of the book, which I highly recommend that you check out. Just read one page of the book and you'll realize that you've stumbled into the world of a true mystic and poet. It's quite profound and leaves you in a state of contemplation and reflection. An international teacher, mystic and poet, Richard Rudd has studied with great teachers in the East, traveled through the Himalayas, the Pacific, the Americas and the Arctic, He trained as a teacher of Qigong and meditation in Thailand and has also sailed across the Atlantic Ocean on a small yacht. Richard's mystical journey began early in life as he experienced strange energies rushing throughout his body. This catalyzed his spiritual search. All his studies became synthesized in 2002 when he began to write and receive the Gene Keys, a vast synthesis exploring the miraculous possibilities inherent in human DNA. It took seven years to write the book and understand its teaching and applications. And just last year in 2019, Richard was named on the Watkins list of the 100 most spiritually influential living people. Really excited to have you on the show today. Yeah, thanks, Yasmin. It's lovely to be here. Wonderful. So can you tell us what are the Gene Keys in your words? Uh, Yeah, I'll have a go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's uh, essentially it's a it's a wisdom, it's, you know, and I use that word carefully. It's a it's a living wisdom as opposed to a knowledge system. So, in a way, it has more to do with unlearning than it does with learning, and 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 it really brings to bear this art of contemplation, which is the central technique that brings the wisdom alive. And so, even though the Gene Keys kind of looks very you know sophisticated with its big you know it's got a great big book and it's got lots of programs and things it's actually all pointing us towards our own true nature and it's you know every word and every sentence and every teaching is just directing us back to to resource the wisdom that we have within us so i should start by saying that um the other side of it is that it's a it's a code book it's a code system you know it's based on the 64 hexagrams of the i ching which um you know is a is an ancient text um from china and um and that system is has a direct mathematical correlation to many other codes in our universe one of them being our dna um which also is created out of 64 codons but it's not just that it's the it's the minutiae of the mathematics that matches perfectly. And there's lots of books that you can even read about this written by, you know, um, many of them written by Chinese geneticists, funnily enough, who have found the correlation and know the I Ching. Um, so it's a, but it's also a code that you can you can you can look at it and see it in many other living systems. You know, the 64 fold matrix. Um, so you'll see it in architecture and you'll see it in nature through the phi ratios and you'll see it in lots of different places in the cosmos. So it's a universal code. And so what I've done with it is I've 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 applied my poetic, intuitive 
kind of logic logical mind a blend of that and then created this synthesis that can map the kind of psychological and spiritual patterns of our awakening process so yeah in a, in a nutshell i guess that's that's a, that's my starting shot <laughs> i'll let you ask if you want to probe deeper anywhere Yes. I mean, so there's 64 gene keys and, you know, some are, I guess, more important to certain people than others. Can you talk about what it means to have your own gene keys and what kind of that means for your life? Yeah. I mean, there are lots of ways into the wisdom. And uh, one of the central ways that people um, enjoy the most is through its profiling system. So there's a profiling system at the core of it. And um, and that involves you inputting astrological data. So you get your date, time, place of birth, and you put that in. And, and if anyone's listening to this, by the way, if you go, as you said, if you go to genekeys.com, you, could, you can pull up your profile while I'm talking and take a look at it. It's free, and it's just at the top of the website, free profile. And, um, and what you get there is you get this incredible map. Um, and it's very different from astrology or anything like that because a it's kind of keyed into the I Ching. So you're looking at these archetypes and hexagrams, the, these 64 that relate to you, and specific ones that relate to specific areas of your life um, as as part of the code of life. Um, and the other thing is that it's um, it's a journey, you know. So it's not something that an expert talks to you about. It's something that you unpick for yourself as you know as mean if you've done the programs it's a contemplative journey and you use these keys and you contemplate them and then you look at them in in your life and each gene key it consists of three levels the way i've understood them and so i call them a shadow a gift and a city and the shadow is is literally is that is that kind of challenge that psychological emotional wounding pattern that's at the core of that archetype and then the gift is what's hidden in that shadow pattern so as we understand and embrace the shadow pattern we unlock its potential in a way that's why these are called keys because they're they're doorways that we can unlock inside ourselves so it's actually through our suffering that we begin to unlock our greatest potential and every gene key points us in that direction Um, and then the siddhi is the is a sanskrit word um, which means the divine expression. So you have a shadow that's the suffering, and then out of that suffering, as you accept it, embrace it, can come a creative impulse, a gift, you know, which will manifest in your life as a certain kind of genius that you have. And as you kind of continue to open and expand into that creative part of your being, it'll flower one day into this heightened state of consciousness a divine state of consciousness you know because that's our natural spiritual evolution um so if i give it a little example if i just take a gene key you know and i mean you can pick one if you like Uh, if you have a favorite i mean yeah i'll pick one of my uh the the four that i have one it's one two seven thirteen Okay, so let's take gene key two, shall we? Okay. Um, you know, and, and this is the great feminine one because it's the second one. So, um, and, and it, so it has all these what are called the yin lines. And um, and so you have here, um, I have to try and remember what they are now. I sometimes forget the keynotes. It's um, orientation is the gift, 
dislocation is the shadow and um, the city is unity right so we so what it does is it tells the story of every jinky tells the story of human evolution and of life itself but it's also very specific to each of us so that one is about you know being lost you know so part of your mythology if you hold that key in your dna and if that's part of who you are a part of your story is to have a certain period of your life where you feel lost you know and you don't know who you are where you are you know whatever the circumstances of that are is unique to each person um because it's about dislocation it's about being separate from who, who you know from your deep kind of sense of fulfillment of life and so that you know that can that can precipitate a search you know a deep search eventually to find out well how do i how do i kind of remember myself and that's why the gift is called orientation because as you begin to find you know aspects of yourself by searching in the world around and then finally inside yourself you unlock these these gifts inside and you begin to realize that actually you weren't lost that you actually that was part of the journey and that actually you're in exactly the right place at exactly the right time at every single second of your life and that's when you start to come into the unity you know because you realize that actually I'm connected to all things I'm not isolated cut off lonely distant you know i'm actually deeply connected to every single atom of being and and every flower and every plant and every star and that's the heightened state that resides in that feeling of you know core isolation loneliness separation but the, so the whole journey of humanity is actually contained in each gene key in miniature but we have these specific ones that we unlock in sequences um, as we contemplate them. So another way I sometimes describe them is these are the algorithms of awakening and they're coded into each of us. So when you put in those that data into the profiler, it magically produces, it's not magical, actually it's quite logical, but it is also magical. It produces these sequences of keys for you to contemplate over time. And as you contemplate them, they start to come alive in your life and inside you. And then you begin to experience this process of awakening of your heart healing, uh, you know, in whatever style that those your gene keys dictate for you. So it's a it's a transformational technology in a way. Yeah, it's yeah, well, and it works. <laughs> yeah, it really that sounds the the journey that you just described about Gene Key 2 feels very familiar um, throughout periods of my life. And I am curious if uh, if people have achieved, let's say, the city, which by the way is spelled S-I-D-D-H-I, not C-I-T-Y. <laughs> um, <laughs> if people have reached this kind of enlightened state, um, are we as humans kind of, we don't just stay there, obviously. I'm, I'm curious if there's like a a time component that you've seen people stay in this kind of enlightened state. Um, and if we kind of can go and drop back into this shadow state, if this is like a lifelong journey versus, um, mm. you know, maybe more of a, a journey with a little bit of a destination. Um, so yeah, I'm just curious if you have an answer. Yeah. No, I think so. I think, you know, I, sometimes I look at it and I describe it as the shadow is the seed 
and then the gift is the flower, and then the city is the fruit. And of course, the fruit contains the seed, and the seed contains the fruit. So what happens in our life is that at times, we may get flashes of that city, of that highest essence that just flashes through. It might be a split second where we see it or we experience it. And it could be triggered by any event. You know, it might be the birth of a child. It might be falling in love. It might be, you know, some moment in nature of perfection, you know, where suddenly there's this, you know, it might be deep in meditation or in yoga or whatever, you know, whatever you're, you know, doing, it could, it could appear and, and, and it could appear randomly as well. Um, and so as we, take up spiritual practices and we begin to move down the path of an authentic you know human being then we we almost start to kind of seduce that state of that which it's not really a state actually it's a stage but we can have flashes in in states you know you might even take um some medicine or something some sacred medicine or something and have a flash of it that's often how some people contact those states um, but then how do you stabilize them in your being and in your body? And that's what the Gene Keys is all about. It's about how do you integrate those heightened states of consciousness, bring them down into your into an ordinary life. You know, it, it might be extraordinary, but it's like a daily life is what I mean, a, a physical life with a with all the the trappings of a of you know physicality, whether it's uh, responsibilities. And so it's a very you know, Gene Keys is, a, is is designed for everyday lives and ordinary people in, in the sense that ordinary people who have enough curiosity to and, you know, to go on the search, you know, they're ready to go on the search inside rather than trying to, you know, find resolution to their life or fulfillment only on the outside. You know, so, yeah, I think those states um, – come periodically and the the more we move authentically from our core then the more they begin to flash into us you know and then they begin to stabilize in our aura and we can help there are techniques we can do to help stabilize them and this technique of contemplation actually is the central technique i have discovered or no i haven't discovered it it's as eight it's as old as the hills but i've realized that it has the capacity to take us the entire way right up into that um, realized state because it is that continued awareness where we're we're holding that kind of gentle intensity of self-awareness um, and there's also a playful creativity to it as well um, which sets it apart slightly from the traditional mindfulness route. There's a there's a kind of proactivity in contemplation, and it's very beautiful. And it's and it is about creating more beauty in one's life and seeing more beauty around us. And that kind of expansion in our life as we open to it deeper and deeper and deeper um, is what stabilizes those heightened states of consciousness. That's my understanding, anyway. Mm, wow. So it's kind of like a mix between um, like reflection and meditation, you know, like the the active yeah. component is really ingesting maybe the work. That's the best word that I've come up with for that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, yeah. and maybe you could talk about it being a transmission as well, um, that, it, that there's something kind of the coded piece 
in the work that really speaks to the cells, the the DNA of your body and, and what that means. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the Tibetans have a word for these transmissions and they call them terma, which means treasure, treasures. And um, they're quite mysterious. So they are living transmissions of wisdom. And the gene keys is one of these transmissions of wisdom. And it's and it and eat and it and it waits for its time. You know, it's almost like it's been waiting there in the ethers for this time. And then it gets brought down, usually through one person, and that one person then disseminates it and it begins to then take root in other people, the teaching itself. And so if you feel very drawn to it, you know, then it can really take root in you. And it does have, as you said, it has this resonance to our DNA. And and many people who just read the book, you know, or just contemplate the book have that experience of it's very, it can be a very physical experience. You know, you're just reading, you might just open it at a random page. It's a big book, you know, so it's not just a book you read. It's a book you digest, contemplate, come back to. And it changes over time because it's one of those sacred texts in that way. And um, it took you know seven years to write it. It's, it, it. I didn't even write it in that respect. It just kind of wrote itself. Um, and I also don't, by the way, think it has, has all the answers to the universe, but it does have a resonance that sparks kind of cells, cellular processes, you know, through the truths that are written in there. And um, and I think as we go on those journeys through those keys, um, however we choose to do it, it does begin to, yeah, that 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 transmission of the wisdom begins to light us up from the inside, um, and then and then things pick up for us. You know, like in in this in the little book I wrote recently called The Art of Contemplation, I described this process. It's like a threefold process. It begins with pausing. And pausing is what slows us down so that we can take something in. You know, we can take in, it can be anything. You can pause in the middle of a sentence. You can pause in in a walk. You can pause in your jobs, your daily jobs. And those pauses, as we open them up and we, and we breathe more life into our daily, um, you know, goings on, then in those pauses, magical things begin to occur because your contemplation starts to fill those pauses in a mysterious way, you know, it's not like you have to kind of think your way through this. Um, and then insights drop in, and then those insights turn into breakthroughs, which I call pivots, pivoting. That's the second phase, pivot, you know, because inside a pause, often a pivot happens. And a pivot is when, for the first time, maybe we catch a pattern, a negative pattern that we're playing out might be in a relationship, might be, you know, a moment of anger or irritation or something. And then we catch it or it could be anxiety. It could be nervousness that's running through the body. And instead of trying to kind of run around and make it stop or distract ourselves from it in that pause, we have that realization, that breakthrough of, oh, I'm running from something. Mm. I'm not facing this. And then we start to face these feelings deeply. And that's what transforms them. And the third phase I call merging, because the more of those pivotal experiences we have, the more of those breakthroughs we have, the more we begin to merge with the field of life itself. You know, so we then we don't contract 
so much when things when difficult things come towards us or challenges we begin to actually open and then everything starts to become our friend you know it's like the sufis called it the you know the god is the friend then the divine friend um and so everything starts to merge and we start to become friends with everything and everyone and difficult situations even because they're all sent to kind of inspire us and awaken us and so we then our whole reason for living changes in a way because whatever happens to us we can we can make use of it for our own awakening we we can welcome it and accept it you know and that's the beauty of this of this path of wisdom mm, that's beautiful so pause pivot and merge is the the process yeah. And uh, yeah. as you were talking, I just sort of uh, remembered my own kind of personal experience with um, reading through Gene Key One, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase, and you you know better than I do, because um, it's funny, every time I read it, I actually have a different interpretation of it. Uh, <laughs> but Gene Key One sort of talks about how at the shadow state that because it's kind of the center of creation, um, there will be moments of just ex like this extreme kind of void. And, yeah. uh, throughout periods of my life, um, I used to just feel like, wow, you know, the, you know, there's, there's just such a, a you know, kind of like this space of not knowing what's going to happen. And, um, I kind of just know now that it's happening when it happens and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen for very long, but just being able to name it and to say, oh, mm -hmm. I'm in the void now. And, but it, I also know that as I walk through the void, on the other side, there will be something really creative <laughs> at the end of yeah, it. Exactly. And so, and so, and I am a, you know, have a live a very creative life. Um, and, but there are pockets of this, you know, a pause or a void. And, and sometimes it used to just, I used to just sit in it for long periods of time. And so it's really interesting that now I can just name it. And so that's been really, you know, transformational for me. And I'm sure for, for anyone that, that walks the journey of the gene keys and starts to understand bits and pieces of themselves. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It really does acquaint you with those those shadow states deeply so that you can really begin to accept them and 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 kind of you can harvest their energy. You know, you don't have to kind of recoil from them. You know, even those difficult states, like you said, like um that could have turned into depression, you know, but actually by you not resisting it or, or, you know, it actually turns into just something It starts to transform. It starts to transmute inside you and it becomes something create creative. It becomes a creative impulse in fact, but yeah, it, it takes some courage in, in, in the beginning for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Richard, are there any favorite gene keys of the 64 and are there any in particular that we should pay attention to? Well, I don't really have any favorites, but um, there are kind of there are ones that, as I wrote the book, they kind of exploded inside me, um, and um, and ones that kind of yeah stand alone, like the the fifty five um, contains a prophecy. You know, it's the only one that contains a prophecy, and it's twenty pages long, yeah, big pages. So it's like. Four times, five times longer than any other, practically, and um, so that one um, is pretty extraordinary. Um, and when I wrote it, I was like, "Do I? Do you really want to write? write <laughs> do you really want to stand behind this?" Because it talks about this time we're in, and 
It talks about, you know, um, a change in the structure of human DNA um, taking place um, behind, you know, underneath the surface that we can't yet see um, as a new human is being born. Um, and it explains a lot of the outer conditions and things that we're, we're experiencing now. Um, so that one's quite amazing. And then it's kind of sister gene key, if it's a brother-sister thing, is the 22. And I like the kind of shapes of the 55 and the 22. They're kind of okay. reversed. Um, and that was another funny one. wasn't funny, but um, it came after I was very ill. Um, and I was just coming out of the illness. And then I wrote that one. And it's all about um, the the true nature of suffering. Um, and it's the deep feminine um, it's one of the deep feminine transmissions of wisdom. And in it is this huge, you know, compassion. And it's, its city is grace. And it's very mysterious. And it, and it contains um, esoteric kind of information that came about the subtle bodies and dimensions and what happens after we die and when and how we transition through, you know, phases from one life to another. And all these cycles within cycles and, and time spans and epochs. So, and so it's quite mystical in that way. Um, and I was very surprised uh, when all that uh, kind of wrote itself down through my pen. Um, <laughs> but so those two are, are wonderful. They're, they're a book in themselves, those two. And they kind of are, are mirrors um, in some respect. So I, I love those. Yeah, those are two good ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there... I'm, I'm So I have a couple questions actually about each of the Gene Keys. Um, the uh, the amino acid that is stated for each of them. What does that mean? What's mm -hmm. the purpose of that? Um, and I'll save my next yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I put those in because it's a you know the gene keys is a wisdom that's just being explored by many people, and and that's the invitation of the gene keys. It's a, it's kind of like an open system in that way. It's like all kinds of people with all kinds of skills and backgrounds come to this wisdom. And I'm a, I'm not a scientist, you know. I'm just a poet who wrote the basis down, the skeleton. But I also wrote in the correspondences because everything has a correspondence, and jinkies is a system of correspondences. So every jinky, for instance, has an animal and a bird and a mineral and a star, and a, and it has a correspondence to something in the cosmos. So you can begin to see that we're living in this. I guess I call it a hologenetic universe, holographic universe, where everything as above, so below, everything is enfolded in everything else in a fractal manner. And so as you move through the gene key synthesis, it's kind of growing. And um, so the amino acids I put in there, because I thought that, you know, people would be interested to explore them and doctors, geneticists, you know, people would find might in the future unlock secrets that I am not able to, which is why I put them in there. Um, so I don't, I don't kind of, there's no other reason than that. Yeah. <laughs> so that they're open for people to come and explore and go, well, I, I, you know, and there are things that I've been told about them at times, you know, uh, certain amino acids, um, you know, and combinations give rise to certain states of consciousness in us. Um, and so I, every now and again, uh, someone delivers a really interesting insight to me, um, someone who's an expert in that field. And so it's there so that we can all explore it together. 
Um, and that's my invitation with the Gene Keys is like, let's grow it. The, 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 the transmission itself is, is it, it's here to be kind of added to in layers. So I, I think it will live for, you know, I hope it will, many centuries of, of people diving more deeply into the field of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Super interesting. I, uh, I'm glad that you explained that because uh, it gave me a lot of clarity. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gene Keys is very different from, you know, other methodologies. Uh, I'm going to ask you how it's different from human design for those who don't know. But I also, what I find interesting is that when I started my journey uh, and tried to learn the Gene Keys, I actually looked for a practitioner <laughs> and mm -hmm. I couldn't find one. I mean, of course, there's a lot of material online. And what I realized was that uh, the way that you created the Gene Keys was for each individual person to go on an individual journey with the support mm -hmm. of, of course, uh, you know, the golden path. But but it's really a personal journey. And I think that, you know, it's done with so much integrity. Like there's no one who's... Um, you know, a, a counselor trying to, you know, spend their life, um, working with people. Cause I think also maybe there's, there's so much in it that not one person po couldn't possibly become, uh, an expert. Um, but I'm, mm. I really am, I'm curious about that because it's really different than any other modalities that I've seen, um, where it's really a personal journey. And also the, the course offerings online are very, very inexpensive um, compared to what mm. I've seen. So yeah, I'm just curious uh, what your Yeah. Well, I guess it, I'm, you know, I, I understand rebels, you know, <laughs> being one myself. And so I really, you know, I, I did, I did not want this to kind of go the route of the sort of it's, it's not a therapeutic knowledge. We're not a therapeutic community. It's a contemplative knowledge. And so you don't need experts and there are no experts. And even though I'm putting out a, a kind of, um, I do have some programs to help people come deeper in to the program, to the, to the keys, um, so that we can work closely together. Um, those who are really committed, but that, that there's, there's no kind of structure or hierarchy or franchise or anything like that. It's it, it's a kind of system that is, yeah. It you know it, it it. I guess for me, that mystically, it was like I had this sense that this belongs to humanity, and um and in the past, the great wisdom you know that's come through has often been sort of hijacked, um and used for profit and in various ways, and that's all perfect and in, in its own way but this one i just would like you know i've always my intent intention is that it 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 brings people together and it creates community and it has a generosity at, at the heart of it and i i personally wish it could be free um, and that is my one day goal that many parts of it might actually be free um so that's that's a kind of eventual goal and that people would then gift it on to each other and uh yeah so that's part of the the process but yeah you're right it's um it it is different from many things out there and that and and often people approach it thinking it's going to be you know they're going to be told answers and actually you have to put in your own work you know <laughs> you have to put in your own contemplative work and i have laid out the framework but then i've you know, the pauses and the magic are yours and only it can only come alive in your life. You know, it's like 
that's why people some you know often ask me questions about the gene keys like probing it what about this and that like what does that one mean and <laughs> and i often throw it i i'm, I'm furious infuriate people because I, I throw it back to them often and i say well i could tell you my insight that i've had about that one but that insight is is like not worth even one percent of the insight that will come to you when you begin to contemplate it and then and and you have to you know like you'll probably know yasmin you have to kind of stick with it sometimes you have to really go on contemplating it maybe for a few weeks or a month or you know and then it starts to ripen inside you and then someone says something or something happens in your life and you suddenly go oh that's it and mm. that moment that insight is worth you know millions of someone else's insights you know <laughs> um because it's your own and it's and it's one of those merging experiences you know you've had a breakthrough and you've experienced a little bit more merging you know because wisdom has has ripened and matured and and kind of detonated inside your body so literally you know when this knowledge came to me this wisdom came to me it came through my body it was it was a really intense experience that was before it had a name before i knew it was gene keys it just came into my body and it was came in as pure light and i realized years later that the light of wisdom is in our dna it is deeply embedded in every single aspect of our physicality right down to the smallest substructure and it's hidden in that dna and so when we start inputting these codes, it triggers that light to awaken and it starts to awaken through our whole body and, and through the and, and then it awakens other bodies that we uh, that we don't necessarily we didn't know we even had that we were inhabiting in wider multidimensional fields that we live in, that we exist in subtle bodies. And um, and then we kind of. You know, that's when the city field starts to evolve in us because the light starts to inflame. You know, it starts to flame out from our from our core. And it's the light of, of our true intelligence, of our true being. It's love, essentially. It's the intelligence of love. Um so yeah, it's a it's a it's a very human journey. Um, but it's really powerful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's so many uh, really beautiful, poetic, just even phrases that are embedded throughout the book. And you just reminded me of one, which is, what would it like to, what would it be like to live a life with an open heart always? You know, what would your, what would your life be like if you could just do that? Um, and, mm. and it's just, you know, so there's a lot of things that you've said in, in the book um, that have stayed with me that are not even my own uh, gene keys. So, um, yeah, I mean, I have so many questions. I'm trying to <laughs> figure out where to go next because there's, there's a lot of ways we could, we can slice and dice this conversation. But, um, one thing I wanted to share with the audience is, um, after you've downloaded your hologenetic profile, there are these kind of three courses online, um, which are, which are called the golden path. And there's the activation, uh, the Venus sequence and the pearl. And I was wondering if you could share what these, uh, three courses are and what they mean. And I'll also mm. share my own personal experience and what you should not do <laughs> when you are going <laughs> through the course. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Um, yeah, they're, they're, um, 
you know, I guess like for me, I, 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 I traveled those journeys first and, and they came together in mysterious ways. Um, so I can't really go into the stories, but, um, you know, they, they're, 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 they're really one journey uh, into like the, as you said, purpose, um, prosperity, purpose, love and prosperity. And, and this is the journey of our awakening. And, the, and there's these three levels. So purpose is about the individual. It's about you embodying your purpose in life. What is my purpose, my true purpose? And in that sequence, as you unlock it, because it's only comprised of four gene keys, um, but it has three pathways. So the whole thing is, a, is like a it's like a path that you're traveling and it unravels step by step, you know, and, and the program guides you through it with audios and webinars and, you know, meditations and things like that. And, and we're constantly improving it, by the way, um, and adding new layers. And it's a visual journey, but it's also an, it's an inner journey that you kind of take in your life. And, you know, one of the core thing insights that comes from that first part is that your purpose is not something that you're here to do. It is something that you are here to emanate. It is it is a part of your being. You know, so your purpose is about being, and so you have to contact that jinky of your being, and and the shadow is the thing that's in the way of you being that. You know, so it might be you know um, anxiety, for example, and then you have to get through. You have to move through that portal of anxiety and open up into like the acceptance of it. And then you experience the love underneath it. So it depends on what you're here to be. But that, but once you have, once you're anchored in that sense of purpose and you've got a flavor of that, then you're truly ready to enter into the second journey, which is relationships. You know, and and that's the deepest journey. It's called the Venus sequence, um, and it it takes us back layer by layer through these specific gene keys and what are called their lines. There are six lines to each gene key. And the lines are very important in this because they show us wounding patterns. And so they they it's a bit like, um, you know, we're threading a narrative and we're looking back in time at the at the ways in which our heart shut down when we were young. And so it shuts down mentally. Then so our mind starts to control, you know, our, our, our psychology. And then that enfolds even further back up an ideology that grew in us during, you know, very, very young during puberty. And then even further back in the first seven year cycle of our life, the physical structure, like when we first experienced contraction around our heart, you know, that moment and how that grew. So all of this is enfolded in the Venus sequence journey. It's a heck of a journey. Um, and it takes some time, you know, like for you to go through that process. It's really good to do it with um, someone you know as well, um, because it will begin to unpick your relationships and it will begin to open up those wounding places and show you how you can heal them inside. And it's a very sweet, tender journey. Um, but as I said, it's not ther- it's not therapeutic, although it may have that effect. It's contemplative. So you do it yourself by watching your relationships and and observing your patterns in your relationships over a period of time over you know years really and you begin to you know it's what i've done in my life with you know my primary relationship and with my kids and my family i've really got to see 
my patterns really clearly, crystal clear, <laughs> so that I know when that pattern is ignited or triggered. And I'm so clear. And, uh, in, and, uh, and then I can like, I don't get entangled with someone else's patterns. And then your relationship starts to transform because love starts to reappear in places where it wasn't. And forgiveness starts to really grow. And all these higher kind of consciousness field of the the deep love that's underneath that's that's that actually transcends the sort of differences and the difficulties like this love is all underneath in the relationship and we come into that field you know the venus sequence strips away all that wounding stuff on the surface until we get down to that amazing love so it uses our relationships as our spiritual path. It invites that. So it's a very serious commitment, actually. Um, but the but the program, you know, it's built as an online program. It helps you through that process. And 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 we have a whole community in Gene Keys as well that um, will will kind of support you and you can connect with. And and we do these things called virtual retreats where we move through the program together as a group you know so maybe uh, like a few hundred people or even a thousand sometimes you know a global group that moves through it over months over periods with strong rhythm and we're all contemplating the same you know the same sphere in the profile but through our refracted through our individual gene keys so we then come together and we share and we you know and a lot of breakthroughs occur it's quite an amazing Thing. And, that, and a lot of those, we're doing a lot more of those um, those processes and programs now on like virtual retreats because they they have such a profound effect on people's lives. And then the third part of the golden path is called um, the pearl, and um, and it's about prosperity. And I and I love the the ordering because part one is 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 about purpose. You anchor your purpose. Part two is about partnership. It's about you and others. And then part three is about the collective. It's about prosperity and true prosperity flowers after the heart has opened, you know, and and um, and I always kind of joke with the men because the men always go, I want to do the one on prosperity. And I'd say, well, you've got to go through the one on love first <laughs> and, um, and 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 sort out your relationships, because then that love is flowing. And then that what that love does is it begins to open up this synchronicity field of good fortune and it brings allies to you that you that wouldn't have been able to you wouldn't find otherwise and and then you kind of begin to un, understand what prosperity really is it's not the same as wealth you know it's not accumulation it's constant abundant flow that you that you're constantly in the stream of and um, and so you can live a very simple life, but be incredibly prosperous through your friendships, through you, through because this love is coming through you, through you living out your purpose and connecting with others through their purpose. And then you get you get to see this networking of genius because you draw in people of a similar frequency to you, and that's really pleasurable. And it means that you you find incredible. Um, relationships you build amazing trust trust fields so yeah that's that the golden path is a whole you know long journey T tell us about your experience Yasmin, <laughs> with it yeah i mean you know, i think um in western culture we want to follow things on a linear path and so when i 
and I'm a very passionate person. So when I dive in, you know, I'm all in, it's like a zero to a yeah. 100. And that's not the way that you should approach the, this path. <laughs> it was very fascinating because, um, I, I attempted to do the, the purpose course and then the Venus course like soon after each other and, and really fast, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like listening to each one of your uh, talks, um, right after the other. And, um, and then I, I realized that, uh, a lot of it just didn't stay with me. So I went through it again and started to like really take notes, dive in. Um, and I, and I realized that this was not a, again, like a destination. It was a contemplative journey and, um, and I'm, I think that the body needs to integrate a lot of what has been shared. So even though maybe at some level, I really wanted to get to the pearl sequence and, you know, just really dive all in, um, my body, my mind, my soul all had to kind of integrate and reflect and, and really think about what I wanted to take into my own life, um, from this, it's not just a listening exercise, you know, it's a, it's a transformational exercise. So, so, and I probably will go back and listen to it again because there's so much uh, insight and wisdom that you can't possibly learn it all in one, in one go. And so, and there's definitely many things during the Venus sequence, which I had a lot of aha moments. Um, it, you know, it felt very spot on. Um, and, and there's a lot more detail than just the actual keys. Like you said, there's, a, there's also lines. So mm. you kind of know how you're showing up and, what that means for your life and, and how to navigate. And so, yeah, so it's just, it was an incredible experience. And I, I feel like I'm definitely still in a beginner's mind um, with it. Mm. So Yeah, it's yeah. a good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. takes time. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of time. Yeah. And Richard, are there any maybe anecdotal stories that you can share from people who have learned their gene keys and maybe transformed their lives or, um, you know, maybe people in your, in your own circle who have, uh, worked with the gene keys, if there's anything that you could share. Um, I, I, I do hear, you know, I mean, I'm a bit of a kind of hermit myself. So <laughs> I, cause I just, I'm a very real family man and I just live quite a simple family life and I'm, I'm not a kind of, you know, guru out on the circuit doing talks all the time. I, I do a lot online, but, um, so I, but I, so I, a lot of stories I just don't hear, you know, I, I, I actually, you know, I'm kind of just doing my thing sitting here. Um, <laughs> but occasionally I hear things and, um, people come to me and they, and they say, particularly with the Venus sequence that, you know, they say things like really, really, this really saved my marriage. Thank you so much. Or sometimes it say it really helped me end a relationship in a really gracious way. Um, and I love hearing those kind of things. And especially when it's helped a family, um, because it can really help um, people forgive themselves, you know, like people often ask about their children. Can I use this with my children? I said, well, you've you got to use it with yourself because then you start to emanate love towards your children. You don't need to know their pro profiles and things. It's just not necessary. It's like you, it's for healing yourself. So I hear, so I hear that a lot and, mm -hmm. um, and how great it is. Um, and, and yeah, I guess funny things. And a guy the other day said to me, I was in, uh, I was doing a talk on pausing and, 
And I used the the thing about um, I said, you know, if you're driving and you get to your, your car in the city and you get to a red light, and just as it goes red, instead of like being frustrated or having a moment of impatience, you might just go, "Wow, life has just gifted me a pause." And I can just, I can contemplate in this pause. I can breathe. I can enjoy <laughs> it. I can look around. I can actually really drop in for those few, you know, minutes or moments. And so this guy contacted me. And he said, "I'm a ta- I'm a cab driver in I, I don't know, some um, city in the U.S." And he said that that insight has just transformed my entire life. Mm, wow. <laughs> he said I was racing from place to place, and I was like, I was never happy at a red light. I'm now like. Do, you know, I don't have any of that stress. And it was just funny because I used the same metaphor and then it was it, it hit home. But yeah, you, you do hear these nice stories. And, um, you know, I'm always amazed. I, I love hearing them, um, how it's helping people. And it helps all kinds of people. And I'm, I've heard, you know, people use like, I do a lot of um, meditations with music and things like that. And um and the teaching called the seven seals, seven sacred seals, which is like a, a very mystical set of invocations set to beautiful music. And um, and they're kind of loosely based on the book of Revelations. And um, and I know that, that people use them for die when they're approaching death and dying because they are about transitioning through the veils of consciousness. And so I, I, I'm really like... Um, I don't know, deeply moved when I hear things like that, that someone has, this has helped someone make their transition, um, you know, from death, you know, through the portal and in a peaceful way with the, you know, a sense that they can connect with, you know, those greater realities. So yeah, I I hear lovely things and um, I'm really happy that the wisdom is going out there and touching people's lives in lots of different ways. And I'm always expanding it. You know, I'm, I'm doing specialized things for, you know, for like I, I'm planning to do specialized things for parents and, you know, for older people um, and stuff on death. I mean, I'm now in my 50s, so I kind of feel like I'm, I, I'm allowed to begin talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so incredible. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. And yeah. can you... Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey, how you kind of came to bring the Gene Keys to existence and what brought you here? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's like I said earlier, like I, I had an experience that was just a su- complete surprise um, and in my late 20s. And I was a I was a bit of a spiritual seeker. Um, there's no doubt about that. And, and as you read in my bio, I did a lot of traveling in my 20s. I traveled the world. Um, and explored and um, and just most and just on my own I just moved from continent to continent and um, really deeply took in life and um, I came back to England and I was living in a remote cottage with a friend and I just woke up one morning I just woke up in my bed and I woke up into a heightened state of consciousness and um, I'd never experienced anything like it before and I was lying there in bed, just surround, just just swimming in light, and um, and just vibrating. And I could feel my, I could feel the the presence of the light emanating into the fields far, far around outside the house. Like I could feel like my fingers stretching miles with this light, and it was just bursting through me. And there was nothing in its way, 
you know, because I'd, I'd had these energies in my body before, but I'd always there'd always been also blocks in uh, that I could feel, and, and that's what I went searching because I wanted to understand that. And um, but then suddenly I experienced complete freedom, you know, with nothing in the way, no blocks at all, just pure light coming through me, and it was intelligence. It was inte- it had an intelligence to it. And I could travel along it, and I and it told me whatever I wanted to know, and it and but not just information. It gave me sort of mem- cellular memory, and that memory was both forwards in time and backwards in time. And it was like it, I can't explain it, but it stayed with me for three days. That that state and um, and three nights, it didn't really stop. It was unbroken, and then it and I went on a journey and I came down from that journey and there was no drugs or anything involved, by the way, it was just completely spontaneous. I, I was just living a simple life. And, um, that was how I got started really. And, and, but I, it was very difficult after that. I didn't know what to do. Most of my friends were, were kind of, you know, having families or getting seriously sort of, you know, getting on with their lives. And I couldn't do any of that because I had this stuff in me and I didn't know what to do with it. And it had no structure or form. And then and then you mentioned human design. That was something I came across as a teaching and I went to study it. And I recognized something very deeply in that in that in that knowledge. And um, and it helped me kind of formulate the gene keys that grew out of that and many other things that I'd learned um, in my travels and um yeah so that and then it was it's a bit like putting together a huge jigsaw puzzle basically and every now and again i get given another piece you know yeah. and then i put like three or four big pieces together and i'm like wow look at that and that fits with that and 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 the pieces are supplied also by people who come into my life you know and, and they hold so people hold pieces and and they literally hold it in their presence in their love in their aura and so those people come in and then they we work together and then, you know, more of the synthesis starts to occur. And that's truly magical because it's a living, it's a living wisdom. It's, it's a living puzzle. It's a living mystery. So now I, I kind of have the feeling that we have, if it's a puzzle, we have the, all the outside pieces and the corners, <laughs> you know, we have the structure of the whole and we're beginning to fill in, you know, segments of the puzzle and, you know, if you're out there listening to this, perhaps you you carry a piece. You know, I don't. It's a mystery that you know people that feel the deep resonance, they come and they get involved and they become part of the story, and that's that's truly magic. So it's not really about me. I was just the first, you know, the first one that got the first bit of the puzzle. Wow, wow, you're so yeah. humble too. I mean, it's such a profound body of work, uh, the Gene Keys. That I think, unless people have actually have the book in their hands, they don't understand the depth of of this work. I mean, no. wow, it's really fascinating. Yeah, thank you. But you just last uh, two questions. Um, what sort of things have surprised you on this journey? Um, you know, I think the answer to that is. I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm pleasantly surprised that it works. <laughs> I mean, I was the, you know, I received this thing, this, this terma, this transmission. And, and it's a tradition from the Tibetans as well, that the one that receives the terma, the, 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 the wisdom has to be initiated by it. 
right? And so I was seriously initiated. And so I had to become its student and it totally like threw my life into chaos because it showed me all the parts of myself where I was dishonest, you know, dishonorable, you know, un, you know, just unkind both to myself and maybe to others. And it just showed me everything. It was like having a bright light shined on this, on the core of your being and going, and then you're going, Oh no, don't show me that. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, for years, like many of us, I kind of labored in this kind of slightly lost state, you know, and I, I would try and do things like meditate, you know, take up meditation, I'd try and meditate and I would, you know, and it was just too painful. I couldn't do it. It was like, I was, there's too much anxiety in me and discomfort. And there was this darkness, these clouds and, and I'd get flashes of light, but there was always the clouds and, and they were really uncomfortable. I could feel them in my body. And every time I turned inwards, I could feel the clouds there and the heaviness uh, and the sort of karmic load that I was carrying, the wound, I guess. And so my surprise is that over the years, the clouds have lifted, you know, and it's taken years and they've lifted and lifted and lifted and they continue to lift. And what I found underneath is like joy, you know. I've just found joy. I found joy and love. And and that's that's actually what's in me. And I realized, oh my God, that's what's in every human being. That's what I was shown in that heightened state of consciousness, that our natural state is one of limitless love and joy. And it's under veil you know, veils of of karma and memory and ancestral kind of stuff that's held in our DNA. It's just all in us. And the journey is transmuting those memories and the, that heaviness and coming out of the tunnel. So my greatest surprise is that underneath, it, you know, is this incredible light. Even though I knew it was there, I still couldn't, the human part of me couldn't quite give myself permission to fully embrace it and go, Oh my God, I'm actually finally getting there <laughs> after all this time. So I'm, I'm delighted to say that it works because I was, you know, the perfect disaster. <laughs> and, and so if it works on me, it can work on anyone. Yeah. Wow. Very, very inspiring, Richard. That's uh, phenomenal. Wow. Oh, amazing. I feel like we've just only scratched the surface of the gene keys. Um, but, um, unfortunately <laughs> our time is coming <laughs> to an end. Is there, um, are yeah. there any resources that you can point folks to in order to learn more about the gene keys? I know that you have many retreats uh, and events for the year. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah. I mean, at the moment we're doing these one, you know, we sort of become a virtual retreat center in a way. So we're sort of becoming that. So we're running more of these virtual retreats, which are lovely. So you can come to genekeys.com and see where the, when the next one is. Um, and there might be one in, you know, that's in, and we're just learning as well because we're, we've, we're really evolving um, to another level at the moment um, because Gene Keys is becoming more popular. So we've got more funding. So we're, we're growing and develop because we, you know, I, I didn't, I've had to fund this from the bottom up 
you know, just from just my own pocket. And, and, you know, because I've never charged massive fees, it's just been organic. And so now it's growing and, um, we're kind of embracing the technology and we've got, I've got an amazing team of people who I work with who, um, uh, will kind of help expanding it. So we have obviously books that, you know, then you know, for, for people I'd recommend like the Gene Keys book, if you want to really dive in the deep end, um, you could get that. If you want to go in, if you're more of a shallow end person and you, that doesn't mean you're shallow. It just means you're more like, I need to go in gently. Um, then the art of that little book on the art of contemplation is, is a really, it's my favorite book. It's a little Zen book. It's under a hundred pages. It is just, it contains all the secrets of the gene keys, but without even mentioning the gene keys. Oh, wow. And, and it's very practical. And, and we're, I'm about to do an audio book course that's coming out online as well. That's very, going to be very accessible and cheap, um, based on the art of contemplation book. So you'll have, you, you it's me reading it and you can go through little processes and, and whether you want to do it online, you can, you can or not. So that's going to be a really nice intro. And there's a lot of free introductory material on the website, a lot. And um, I do a lot of stuff on YouTube as well. I always do these little 10-minute fragments of light, I call them. And um, my YouTube channel, Gene Keys, is like got loads and loads of things on all kinds of subjects. So you could explore there. And, of course, I'd, I'd recommend above all else, like um, – to get your profile and maybe do part one of the golden path, um, which is the one about purpose. And that will take you on like, that'll just open up the journey to you. And, um, as, as it, hopefully it did for you, Yasmin, you know, just kind of, it's a nice way to come in and, um, explore and get the feel of what this is all about. Yeah. Mm, But there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, I think, a lot of uh, entryways into the Gene Keys. And I think, um, I think that it's funny. I think the Gene Keys actually call you (laughs) whenever, when you're ready. So, yeah. yeah, So I say definitely buy the book um, and and open up any page and you'll see the, uh, the wisdom in it. And so Richard, thank you so much for your time. It is just such a pleasure to speak with you and to learn more about the gene keys and your journey and, you know, the future of, of the gene keys and the work that you're bringing into the world. So I'm just mm-hmm. could not be happier to have sat with yeah. here with you and have this conversation. Thank you, Yasmin. It's been a real pleasure and, and it's lovely to, to be reaching out to new audiences and, and inviting you in. Um, you know, we're a very global community, the Jinkies. It's really gone wide around the world. So when you come in, you know, a lot of it is about community as well. And so, you you're, you know, a lot of people meet amazing people um, and people on the same wavelength when you start coming into the programs and things. So, yeah, it's a big invitation to everyone. Yes, yes, definitely. For our audience, thanks for joining and for listening. In this episode, we learned about the Gene Keys and why they're so important to understand your life mission and purpose. You can tune in to Gateways to Awakening, where we host one-on-one conversations with leading experts in wellness and spirituality. Thanks again.